now we're trying to get to Antigua, trying to catch this taxi, and it's just downpour. Oh, viene en cinco minutos. Okay, gracias. She'll be here in ten minutes. One moment time. She actually originally told us 15 minutes, and it's been over 30 minutes. So five minutes plus 10 minutes, so I don't know. I don't think she knows what time it is. An hour and a half. It's been an hour and a half. They told us they were going to be 15 minutes late, but they, uh, they were an hour and a half late. First thing I notice is there's no seatbelts. It's only costing us $5 to get down there. So. Um, we're now waiting on the lady that I was talking to originally. Um, on the phone, and she is taking her time uh, running errands. So we're just sitting here waiting on her. Yeah. I get pretty car sick if I'm sitting in the back of a vehicle in a curvy road, and uh, that's exactly what we're doing. Plus, this guy's driving a stick and he's not real smooth at it, so. Welcome to Antigua, my favorite city in the entire world. Antigua is a little tiny tourist town that is surrounded by volcanoes such as Agua, which is one of Guatemala's largest volcanoes, and Fuego, which is uh, still active today. In the 1700s, a law was passed requiring that no one change the look of their buildings, so all the architecture here is centuries old. From cobblestone streets to beautiful courtyards, even the Burger King looks like it's from the 18th century. In the very center of town is a little park with a beautiful fountain. It's easy to find a park bench and just sit for hours at a time watching people or reading a book. Antigua has a lot to offer, from volcano hikes to jade factory tours to amazing banana bread. And the best part is, you can have the time of your life here for dirt cheap. I'm talking $5 hotels and some of the best service on the planet. I'd say one of my favorite places in town would be La Sin Ventura. La Sin Ventura is part of Antigua's diverse nightlife. By about 9 o'clock, the club is full of salsa dancers and people from all over the world who speak many different languages. There is junk all over it. I might just pull all the sheets off and sleep in my sleeping bag. <laughs> this is like the third spider I've found in this bed. And this ceiling's full of ants. Michael Potter, which is David Potter's dad, who's an entomologist, showed me once how to look for bed bugs on a bed. And it was a while back, I can remember um, most of what he said, but I think he said, Look around the seams to see if there's any droplings of little 
bed bug turds and then see if you can actually see the the bed bugs actually live within the mattress itself so they don't come out until uh, the nighttime when you're asleep and then they eat you alive which is gross so let's see these seams here I don't know there's some there's a little bit of what you hauls it's right in there I don't know what you want to call those like that little kid I don't know I don't know if those are considered considered um turdies or what all right let's see what we got underneath here oh what's that there's a little bedtime bug I think it's an ant I guess since he's a bug and he's in the bed that's considered a bed bug but look at that that does not look good oh gosh that's gross that looks like bed bug crap right there I don't think I don't know if we should sleep in these beds seriously I will I wouldn't want like he told me if you find dingleberry crap in your bed you shouldn't sleep in the bed. <laughs> well, if there's dingleberry <laughs> I don't want to sleep in these beds. Do you think the bed bugs will get into our sleeping bags? I'm calling uh, Mr. Potter, who's the entomologist I was just talking about. Rust-colored uh, spots on the um, the mattress. Uh huh. Yeah, that's, there's definitely little dingleberries everywhere. <laughs> we need to take our, our backpacks off the bed. They bite you, they suck your blood, and then they let go. And they're hitchhikers. Yeah, we'd have them on our sleeping bag if we put them on our bed, right? I tried to call Mr. Potter, but he's actually touring Europe right now, giving seminars about bed bugs, ironically. So I talked to his wife, Mrs. Potter, and she gave me the spiel on bed bugs because she's heard his lecture about a billion times. The deal is, if you see little dingleberries around the corners of your bed, you probably have bed bugs. I'm freaking out. I feel like there's bugs all over me right now because I've been sitting on this bed for a few minutes. And that's all it takes for them to, ha to latch onto you. And the good news is, however, if we do get bitten, they don't carry any diseases. The other good news is that they're not, um, that they, they, different people react to them differently, so we might not even re really react to them if they bite us. So we're just kind of like giving them our blood for free, like, you know, those blood banks and stuff. So I was thinking I would just take this mattress off the bed, put my ground pad on this plastic covered box spring, and then put bug spray on and go to sleep. I think I was happier before I knew about bed bugs. <laughs> Our friend is still following us, and we've walked all the way across town. He occasionally crosses over to the other side of the street, and so we think he's going to run away, but then he keeps getting ahead of us, looking behind and waiting for us, and he gets right behind us again. So. He even waits outside of stores for us to come back out so he can follow us again. <laughs> yeah, we just had a, a good five-minute conversation with a guy inside the salsa place, and when we came out, he was sitting there waiting for us.